Hello, Hello and welcome back to Tells. Hello. Hi, Andrew Nimi. What's happening? Um, World Series. How is World Series? Good. You want more info? It's failing in the grooming department. <laughs> Eyebrows are out of control. <laughs> oh, man. Is it really bad? <laughs> Nose hairs. Nose hairs. Oh, my God. <laughs> really know how to make a guy feel self-conscious, huh? Exactly. Put your... I probably do need some eyebrow work. You're very against eyebrow work. You've only been threading once and your eyebrows looked amazing. Yeah, but it was like painful. One of the most painful things I've ever done in my life. Oh, please. (laughs) Not fun. Um, I also slept through my uh, hair appointment, my haircut appointment. I uh, slept through it because that was the night I drank that rock star when I was playing poker. That kept me up all night. And then I was supposed to play the tournament, but I didn't do that. Uh, played cash games and then went to bed at a reasonable hour, but then I slept like 13 hours or something. Can we just talk about how you mess with my feelings? Okay. I wasted so much emotion feeling bad for you about how sleepless you were that night. And it was all my fault? You didn't tell me you took a red, what is it, rock star? If you had told me that, I would have been like, well, you get what you get. And I uh, was just like, Poor guy. Shame. Why can't you feel like that anyway? It's not like I did this on purpose. Like, didn't know the result was going to be this. I didn't even drink the whole thing. I had like maybe half of it. Yeah, but you don't drink caffeine at all, really. I mean, you have a coffee once a month. Uh huh. So to yeah. have any sort of caffeine, Less sugar-free or not. My heart was like beating really hard too. No shit. <laughs> um, Wasted emotion. That might have been a misstep on my part so yeah the moral of the story is still need a haircut and uh she usually trims the eyebrows a little bit but she doesn't do the threading um but yeah somebody there's a couple comments uh someone was asking if that was a sponsored post by a rock star an ad a rock star ad mm-hmm. <laughs> how it kept me awake even though it, <laughs> i wanted to sleep or something <laughs> Yeah, it would be a perfect sponsored post. The answer is yes, and so is this podcast. Go buy some Rockstar. You'll love it. No, actually. It's not sponsored. And I wouldn't. I don't think I would agree to that. I don't think that stuff is good for you. For the right price. I guess everyone has a price. Yep. But that stuff is not good for you. (laughs) Yeah, there was a couple doctors that also left comments and sent a message or something that's saying you shouldn't be really drinking that stuff. Maybe have a coffee. A coffee over a rock star? Yeah. Well, I guess because rock star is Not both like to... caffeine and sugar, which is, of course, that's why your heart was racing. Right? No, I had the sugar-free one. You really believe it? That means it has aspartame, probably, if it's sugar-free, the stuff they put in Diet Coke, which is know. worse for you than I don't know. actual sugar. Anyway. Yeah. Seriously? So don't make me feel bad for you when it's your own doing. Okay. Feel bad if... for me for other reasons. Do I ask you to feel bad for me when it's my own doing? Yeah. Like when? <laughs> like anytime you do something dumb. <laughs> like what? Like hurt yourself. So yeah. Anyway, moving on. Let's talk about World Series. Good. Uh, cash games seem like they're pretty good. Should everybody come to Las Vegas and uh, if they're gonna jump run, in? If they're going to run like I have been running, they should. 
So, yeah, I mean, I, th- I feel like we had a decent amount of run bad earlier on in the year, and it's sort of evening out a little bit, but the games have also been above average, I guess. I've, I've been playing a decent amount of 2-5 at the Rio, and uh, those games are very soft. Um, mixed in some 5-10 as well. Played some 5-10 last night. That went good. Yeah, I think the games have been above average. I haven't played hardly any tournaments, but that's going to change this weekend. All right. Unless you take another rock star tonight and then can't sleep tomorrow and then Saturday becomes repeat. That's a one and done, I think. Doyle Brunson and retiring, huh? Yeah, but I think he's... uh, He did put out another tweet saying, uh, sorry to make such a big fuss about this retirement thing. Um, There's some chance that i you know might play another tournament at some point don't, so don't 100 hold this hold me to this um but yeah it's uh kind of sad since like the main reason that he's uh stepping away from the game is because his wife is in not so good health so that's always obviously very sad yeah and wants to spend his uh as much time with her as possible as he can that's very sweet. Yeah, it's so sweet. Says he feels bad every time he leaves the house to go to go grind. Yeah, I remember reading his book and how he came home at midnight, uh-huh. you know, because she didn't like him staying out so late. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy though. Just that he's he's just always there at the Bellagio. You know, it's like it's still cool to see him just you know doing his thing over there in the cash games. Do you think he still studies? Uh, I doubt it. But I'm not sure. It'd be interesting to ask him. I mean, I don't know how that would even work. What, like, his studying? Yeah. But the thing is, his kids play poker too, right? So I'm sure they, there's lots of over-dinner, over-the-dinner-table poker conversations, which yeah. could be really helpful. That's true. I mean, um, the game has changed, even though he wrote, what, Super System? Right. Did you read Super System? I read the No Limit section, the No Limit Hold'em section. It's, it's super system for all the... Yeah, they got all those low ball games and stuff in there that okay. I, never, I never play. Yeah, that was very intimidating. It's like textbook thick. Yeah. He says yeah. he kind of wishes that he never wrote that. Why? Because he thinks it made a lot of people better. Tough, <laughs> tougher for him to play against. <laughs> yeah, but that was the thing too. You know, uh, if you were really good at something... What was the next accolade you were after? Was mm-hmm. usually like a book, New York Times bestseller. If yeah. your uh, material is appealing to many people, mm-hmm. would you ever write a book? Yeah, I think it'd be fun to write a book. What would your book be about? How uh, absolute nobody got eighty nine thousand subscribers on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea, baby. I don't know. I think it'd be fun to write something. Like, just something about, like, life in Las Vegas or whatever. Something like that. It's not a very well hashed out idea at this point, as you can see. So, no book in the near future, then? Uh, No, not the near future. When you Medium future. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, send in your suggestions on what (laughs) Andrew's book should be about. And whether or not you would read it. Nobody's going to send anything. Do you want to talk about our fight yesterday or two days ago? Sure. Do you want to talk about our fight? <laughs> did you? Well, did you figure out what you did wrong? 
Did I figure out what I did wrong? Yeah. I don't know, actually, what were we fighting about? <laughs> Very serious fight if you can't even remember. Yeah. What was it about? About, well, Andrew s- said to me that he was going to do something. And then it was about to do with a vlog and he was going to record something. But then shrugs like he doesn't oh, yeah. care about <laughs> recording that thing. Right. And I asked him. So why do you want to do that if you don't really care about it? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but didn't I tell you that this is what I had planned for the vlog? <laughs> right. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I it, thought it was I thought it was a little something that you might uh, appreciate it. Not like for you, but like appreciate the fact that I was doing. Yeah, that's why I was a little bit like. Okay, wait, let, let me let's just speak the truth. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Andrew wanted to record with a certain lady, right? Yeah. Put her in the vlog. Yeah. Okay. And I, and, but you didn't sound really excited about it. So <laughs> I thought, okay, don't do it now if you're not excited about it. Yeah. Maybe you want well, to do mean... it two months from now or next week. I don't think I meant. Okay. When I had that tone, I think it was just because there was so much to do. It didn't have anything to do with recording with anyone in particular or something like that okay that's fine and then i say to you then don't do it if you don't want to do it today don't or if you don't it wasn't even about the timeliness of it i just said if you don't want to do it why are you doing it don't do it yeah you always tell me that but clearly i'm not allowed to tell you (laughs) yeah but it was like the way you said it how did i say it you didn't say if you don't want to do it don't do it it was like why are you doing that which means, why are you doing something that you clearly don't want to do? Yeah, but uh, the and way then, you said it was like, you haven't thought this one through if you're doing that or something like that. Well, that is your projection <laughs> no, onto me. Not. And then you're like, yeah, but I said I was going to include five ladies in the vlog this year. I was like... Feature five. Professional poker playing ladies. Grinder, superstar, awesome people who happen to be ladies. You expect me to remember that, like it's my (laughs) vlog. Uh, I don't think so. No? No, I have my own things that I have to think about that have to do with my life. You don't remember anything that I tell you the day before. So how on earth do you expect me to remember something that you planned on doing five months ago? Because the things I talk about are like one thing a, a week talk about things like one thing a minute <laughs> so, it's so exactly imagine how much more stuff i have in my head than you do and why would i keep <laughs> track of it that's true yeah it's probably hard so i was very irritated that you thought your activity was so much more important and that i need to keep track of it all yeah needless to say we're not in love this week. <laughs> yeah, love is on pause nope we're in love I've decided. All I asked is that, A, you don't expect me to keep track of everything you're doing. That's fair. B, is that if you're telling me you're going to do something, Mm -hmm. let the emotion, the delivery match the words. Because if the delivery doesn't match the words, I assume you don't want to do it. Hard for you to decipher what's... And I would like somebody to say to me, if they saw that on my face, the pain and the <laughs> angst of saying I'm, I have to do something, that they again, would tell me. And again, it didn't have anything to do with 
this particular thing. Just no, it, it was, was lots of things to do. I'm just saying, if somebody, if my face looked like your face did when you were telling me that you have to go and do this, I would expect somebody to tell me, <laughs> don't do it because clearly you do not want to do it. Whether it's right now, whether it's ever, ever wanting to do it. All right. That's all. Fine. Let the audience decide who's right, who's wrong. Okay. Uh, so you said to me the other day that World Series is like summer camp. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to summer camp? Tell us about your childhood, Andrew Nimi. Yeah, just just once in like fifth grade. It was terrible. It was very hot. There was no air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> what a brat. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was awkward. I didn't enjoy it. We didn't really do anything fun that I remember. How long was it? One night. No, like two nights maybe. And that was the only summer camp you went to? I think so. Yeah, we didn't really do summer camp when I was a kid. Why? I don't know. Well, it's probably because maybe your parents didn't have to ship you off somewhere. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I did like, you know, normal kid things like play Little League and play tennis. But no, so no what, summer camp. What do you think of adult summer camp? So Like the World first Series? First of all, I understand summer camp is... There's different types of summer camp, right? There's the summer camp that you go to every single day and you come home at the end of the day, right? That's a certain form of summer camp. Okay. But then there's a summer camp you see in the movies where kids go off for... Yeah, like a week or something. Is it that short? I thought it was like a whole summer or like a whole month. Yeah, you're right. I guess there's probably longer versions. Do you think that would be something you would have enjoyed if you... As a kid? Yeah. No. Well, I was like, you know happy to play video games and stuff right that was what i was into yeah but like summer camp teaches you to play with other kids well because you have to you're like in the same room yeah and you have to be in teams as you do like team building exercises do you think you've missed out no (laughs) (laughs) i just think of like mosquitoes and uh you know michigan stuff so not very outdoorsy um, I mean, I like going to like someone's cottage up north, northern Michigan. That's great for like a weekend. Bonfires and fishing and boating and jet skiing. and. Can you make a fire, Andrew Nimi? With a lighter? I don't know. how. I... Yeah, of course, with a lighter. I mean, I don't think I've ever like rubbed two sticks together and it's caught fire. But you know with how flint. to like stack the... Yeah, sure. Okay, and what do you think? Do you think your... Limited experience with summer camp is anything like the World Series? No. First of all, we have extra air conditioning at the Rio. It's extremely <laughs> cold. I had my hoodie on yesterday with the hood up, and I was still freezing. Really? Yeah. Uh, I didn't have the favorable hoodie. I had this other hoodie that was lighter. Um, ah. You need the favorable hoodie, which, by the way, everyone says, no, never mind. Um, <laughs> everyone always says, whoa, this is so much better than I expected. Yeah. Which is <laughs> like a backhanded to, compliment. <laughs> expected us to just sell some crap. I know, but it's hard because merch is such a... Uh, like, a sec- like an afterthought for someone's project? No, but people are really buying it to support the project, right? right? So they don't really have high expectations mm. of like the quality of the project. They're just like, well, I can like wear the shirt and be part of this yeah. bigger collective. It's not something that they expect to like pick off of a rack when they were you know, shopping for clothes or something. I mean, I get what they're saying. You know, like we, you could see a lot of your friends that uh, live in different places um, all over the world. Everyone's kind of here at the same time. So that's pretty fun. 
Um, there's probably not as much drinking at normal summer camps as there are as there is here. During I don't understand when people get to go out. Like I, th- I can see if you, you know, have a big score, then you want to take a night off and celebrate. But when do you go out? Um, well, I, I think that's. I don't know if that's like the majority of people. Is but it just people a- take people take a night off, you know, to like do Las Vegas. I think most pros at least are pretty good about it. But, you know, there's people that uh, there's like journalists, you know, everyone's here as well for this. And I think a lot of those fun folks use that summer camp thing phrase a lot. And uh, obviously they have work to do, too. But, you know, they they can write hungover. That's fine. Yeah, it seems pretty fun. Like like you said, everyone's here. Most people never see Doyle Brunson unless, you know, they go and try and see him in Bobby's room, right? Uh-huh. At the Bellagio. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of nice to see him. Yeah, at a tournament, the, final table. With the masses. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of cool, I think. It's a pretty fun environment, this World Series, just because there's all the pomp and circumstance. The what? <laughs> you don't know that phrase? No. <laughs> all right, we'll Google it later. What is this? What is it? Pomp and circumstance. Just like all the ceremony of the, the World Series and stuff. So that's a recommendation for people to come to adult summer camp? Um. Yeah, it's just really fun. You know, it's cool. Uh, Normally, there's so many different tours going on. I think a lot of the poker tours um, black out this calendar, this part of the calendar, because everyone's here. And so that allows everyone to be here. You know, they don't have commitments for their, you know, if like party poker has an event, then all those pros are going to have to be there. But the tours sort of generally are aware of the other major events going on and it's best to not compete okay so i saw an event happening like the week after world series yeah what's that i don't know some probably wpt somewhere aren't people exhausted of poker after seven weeks no i mean it's still it's still work like i mean i do know that a lot of people they'll take a week off or whatever but Plenty of people, like, what's the difference if uh, you work an office job and there's, like, a big convention somewhere for but a couple no weeks? But no convention <laughs> is seven, seven weeks. Okay, it's not seven weeks. You're working hard every day, like, in, in whatever job you have, right? So. I guess it's how much you put into World Series uh-huh. that would make it. Like, if you're here just for a week, then that event locally, perhaps in L.A. or wherever you live, might be good because you only, you know. In LA yeah, for, in Las think, Vegas for a week, and I, then you just do another one. But I can't imagine somebody who's playing almost every day jumping into another week or two week long event. Yeah, I think it's just. I, well, I think you have to approach the World Series like smartly anyway. Like if you're playing so much, like so many tournaments, that you're getting burnt out, then you're probably playing too much anyway, and you're probably not playing those tournaments as optimally as you might be able to. Okay, so you're saying if you are pacing yourself, then it yeah. shouldn't feel any different than just regular grinding. It's just that you have sort of more liquidity and more of a player pool. I think during, so. During this time. Obviously not everyone approaches it that way though. Like a lot of people burn themselves out, you know, and you can see that like towards the latter half, the second half of the World Series when the, the mood is a little bit dampened. Mm. Are you going to take a week off after the World Series? 
I if are we planning a trip somewhere? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not planning it. Why not? I thought you were. How about you plan a holiday for a change? Okay. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> okay. And include the no phone clause? I don't know. I guess so, if you want to. You said we can still make stories and then upload them later, right? Right. Okay. But no phone during the holiday. No, like looking no. at other people's stories? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wow, nosy. No tweets. No tweets, no Facebook, no Instagram, no emails. Yeah, I, I guess so. I guess we could yeah, try that. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it make you so nervous? I don't know. I mean, I guess I think I like genuinely enjoy looking at doing things on my phone. But so. it's not about not enjoying it. Yeah, I know. It's about like being in the moment, enjoying that, right? Right. So I'm sure it's cool. <laughs> I'm sure it's cool to be in the moment. <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay, well, we'll chat about this later. If we ever do take a holiday and, you know, if yeah. you plan it, we'll go. I just love my phone. I love you too. But You love your phone more? No. You've always loved your phone. Like when I met you, you were obsessed yeah when the iphone when, the, iPhone when i got my first iphone man that was life-changing <laughs> what what changed your life about the iphone i don't know it was just awesome it was just like so many possibilities right there in the palm of your hand you know whether it's like just surfing the web because like the apps that weren't even that good yet but to be able to like be on safari just like right there <laughs> on your phone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so nerdy be on the internet all day oh my gosh yep okay i wanted to talk about more world series stuff okay um i saw some articles about staking and debt collection okay over the past couple of weeks i've seen on twitter how you know people one guy was being called out for not paying his debt i can't remember his name it's not really relevant um, unless obviously you didn't get paid, <laughs> okay. But uh, I wanted to talk to you and get your thoughts about. I mean, it's obviously multi-pronged. So uh, we've spoken about staking before, but what is it when you are doing it, building packages for World Series, like building packages for World Series? Mm -hmm. Are you collecting the money? How do you do it if you were to sell a piece of your or sell packages yeah. for your tournaments. You need the money up front. When I, we've done it like with my text message group where we'll just settle up after the series because nobody's, nobody in our text message group is going to like not pay up or, you know, they're, gonna, they're not going to like disappear or whatever. So we'll Are just settle sure up whenever. Are you sure about that? <laughs> Pretty sure, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're selling to like the general public or to like uh, maybe like looser poker colleagues where they're not quite in your immediate circle, then you want to have the money up front, especially because it'll allow you. And especially if you're like selling bigger packages, which a lot of these pros, tournament pros tend to do, then it's so much money. You know, you, if you have like $20,000 worth of buy-ins, then you need that money to actually buy in. So how do you keep track of everyone who's bought in? If you don't have like an app, you just use Google Sheets. Google Sheets, yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Do you tell, say you and i were in an agreement so uh -huh. i was gonna i'm the only investor would you tell somebody else that 
you and I have an agreement or would you put that agreement in writing? Normally you say what percentage of yourself that you're selling. So like say I'm selling 50% of my action. Right. That's fine. It then, doesn't matter what percentage of it is. But yeah. like say I'm I'm the only investor and I'm purchasing whatever you're selling. Say 50%. Okay. Um, are you going to put that in writing or are we just going to do a handshake? Uh, I just need to know what my odds of getting away with not paying you are. Okay. <laughs> Perhaps, yeah, a contract would be best. Probably ideal. How many Now, how many people, poker players in particular, actually do that? Probably very little. Yeah, but okay, so what would be the easiest? Because obviously you have all these things that you think about, right? You have to think about your game, right. tournaments you want to play, etc. Like, I don't think drawing up a contract come, like even features for people until they find themselves in a situation where they're not getting paid or, you know, in a bad deal. Yeah. So what what would you do? Only sell to people you know or what? Yeah, I think that's I think that's ideal. Um, there's just yeah, there's a pretty big trust factor in uh, in poker. And that's sort of what that's just sort of like the code that a lot of poker players go by. And you know, you see a lot of these people fairly often. And you just don't think that like someone's gonna do something scummy, you know? That's obviously not the case because it happens from time to time. Yeah, the article I read said you should tell somebody else that you are in an agreement. Like if I'm not- in an agreement with you, tell like tell a third party okay. so that you can take it to court. Because if you have it in writing, so you yeah. have to say, Oh, can but if you the poker player that I have given you ten thousand dollars. Yeah, but the thing is that like the poker player is probably the one who's like if he scams you, he probably doesn't have any money. So what good is like going to court gonna do? Mm. <laughs> the good side of that is that he won't be able to scam other people. Um so like when you Because out, you have proof when you out him. Yeah. Well, you kind of alert the community. Yeah, I mean you might have proof and you sort of alert the community not to back this player because he has debts. That he hasn't paid. And uh, so you're sort of like doing the other people a favor, but it's not going to help you too much other than feeling good for doing the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of sad that. So it's not like a corporation, right? Where they have money and they just don't want to give it to you. They, they might. You never know. But I think in poker, people tend to overextend themselves when they get into these situations and they. You know, you can find people that, that will back you, I think, like, without too much work. I mean, obviously, like, the more well-known you are, the easier it is. Like, I was sitting at uh, a 2-5 table. This was that day when I was up all night. And one of the players at my table f- said that he came across this poker player who's fairly well-known from, like, over the years. His name is Men Wen. Men the Master is what his name was. And... uh He's got like a sketchy kind of history if you just like Google him. But this men, the, this men when he was playing the satellites, the single table satellites, and this player said that he came across him and men asked him if he would back him in the satellite for the equivalent action or whatever action in the actual tournament if he won the satellite. Mm-hmm. And so he put him in the satellite. It was like kind of random. He's like, man, this guy has like $4 million in earnings. Like, how great is that? I got this guy in the satellite. And I don't know if he like was completely oblivious to how this works or 
has some history of backing players or what. But uh, so, yeah. do you think that's just like the gambling factor of poker, where you just like <laughs> it's another gamble that they might screw you over, or just like bet on a horse, right? And I mean, maybe the satellite wasn't that much, so he, he no, the satellite was probably only a couple hundred dollars. Or yeah, something. so he's like, if I lose or don't get it back, then you yeah, know, I just took a chance versus. Right being serious about your investment right Hmm. yeah i don't know i mean this stuff i think is the minority of uh backing situations and results um people getting screwed over i think a lot of times it's like you know people are honorable and you know if it's a gamble and someone loses they, they don't end up profiting or whatever that's fine um i don't think that's like i don't think getting screwed over is the most frequent results of getting involved <laughs> but yeah it happens for sure hmm. okay well that's all i had to talk to you about today yeah okay i think that's all we have time for we got to go shoot some t-shirts right sure do <laughs> sure do <laughs> thanks thanks for having me today and we'll chat to you next week bye